John 1, 1 through 4. And then we're going to read verse 14. How many know that God sometimes bring a melody for your heart? How many know, don't, don't miss your moment. God will bring you a moment in the shower. He'll bring you a moment while you're washing dishes. He'll bring you a moment. Tell somebody, don't miss your moment. Sometime your breakthrough was in your moment. I'm going to say that again. Sometime your breakthrough was in your moment. And God teaches you how to be sensitive to the moment. It doesn't see, see, our time and his time is two different things. You can have a moment at work. And if it's not critical at that moment, tell him you got to go use the bathroom and run to it like this. And you get in that bathroom, you lock the door and say, in the name of Jesus, and let your heart break. Tell somebody, don't miss your moment. Come on, my heart is filled with praise. My heart is filled with gratefulness. My heart is filled with thankfulness. you got to get your moment back so you can get your breakthrough. Don't miss your moment. John 1, 1 through 4. All of my so tired. Woo! You, you, you see, I'm the type. I'll have my way up here and I'll be here all day. Because the word is so good. God is so good. Hallelujah. I'm going to try to hold my composure. Mm. John 1. We give you praise. Come on, lift your hands really quickly. There's a wind that God is sending through this place. I hear the Lord saying he's going to fill your heart with praise. God is putting back the things that were broken in your life. And he's merging your heart back together. Some of you have been broken hearted. Some of you have been broke. Come on, you've been, dis you, you've been dismayed by life and things and all around you. But God is saying, I'm putting your heart back together. You've been disappointed. Come on, you've been, God is saying, putting it back together. I'm putting it back together. That you have a hunger and thirst after him. We thank you. John 1. I'm going to read 1 through 4, then verse 14. And it reads, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was the beginning with God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shines in darkness, and darkness did not comprehend it. And the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us, verse 14. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. We say, speak on Holy Spirit. 
Have your way in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. This morning, if I was to topic this, I would topic it, I'm his. I am his. I am his. How many of you know that you are God's? How many of you know that you belong to God? Come on, that was some weak amens. How many of you really know that you're his? If you're confused about it, we're going to make sure that you understand how to be that this morning. But how many of you know that God wants you to be uh, uh, with him and, and, and be for him? He wants you to learn to desire him. And he wants you to have divine buy-in uh, 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 of, of, of him. How many of you know God knows how much uh, you actually have for him and how much you actually have of everything else? And one of the things that God needs to do in his agenda is to, to try to get the gospel out long enough so his people can start to choose him. Somebody say choose him. One of the things it, when it comes to uh, Christians is what we haven't understood about God is God is not trying to make people serve him. He's actually trying to get people to choose him. There is a difference. The difference in choosing him versus making people serve him is whether you know him through love or are you just committed to him through fear. And there's a type of fear that's healthy and there's a type of fear that's not. Most of the things that we've been taught usually and has created stumbling blocks for us to desire after him is because we've been called to be controlled by him rather than understand how to desire him as a father. God's desire is for you to want him. Say that with me. God's desire is for him to, we, yeah, yeah, y'all said it like, I was missing it the second time. God's desire is for us to want him. That's, that, will be one, that will be my desire if I have kids. I want you to want me. I don't want you just to be with me. I want you to want me. Which means there are attributes, there are things that I will want from you that says that you want me. You just don't want the, the me that gives to you. You want the me, me. Me that's me is not even me without him. Come on, somebody. I'm really not the me that's me without him. So I'm calling you to love the me that's in him. That's why you don't want relationship premature of knowing the me that's in me. I need to know the me that's in him. Because if you meet the me prematurely of me in him, you're going to, okay, this is too much. I'm going to allow you to, 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 to abuse me with the old me, not the new me. And when I grow, we're going to have a, it's going to be confusing because I've learned me, but now you only know the old me. So you're always going to respond to me from the old me, and you can't interpret the new me. So frustration and, all right, Tell somebody to know the new me. It's okay to wait to know the you that you need to be. Drag them to church. Don't move until you know the you that you need to be. Because the temptation is to be handled in the way that was cheaply how we met. I was in the world. Not say in the world. We all in the world. But I was of the world before. Look how the church got quiet. Where he about to go with this. I love the world before. We hook up. We tell our good love stories. 
We tell about what we've been through. Well, I'm on this. No, oh, I'm on this, but I'm going to start. We tell all the goods and the bads. And if we're not careful, we start loving so much of the bad and how we commensurate and how we've been through stuff that we never learn the good about the things of God. And uh, just don't just stay in the bad of you. I need to know the me that's in him. We don't want to be connected out of, out of an obligationary commitment, premature, of who you are in him. Can you say amen? So God says, I don't even want a relationship. I don't even want a relationship. Scared to go to hell. Okay, all right. I don't even want a relationship where you choose me because you just want to hey. You see how this is working out? Everything getting, we're going to have to be praying over there. I mean, it's just, I don't even want a relationship that you're only scared of me. You're only scared of hell. But you never learned heaven in earth. I don't even want a relationship like that. So God in himself says, I know how much buy-in you have in with me. I know how much you really love me. I know how much you actually just deal with me. I know how much of it that you actually want me, but you don't know how to get to me. Tell somebody he knows. So you have to understand in the all-knowing of God, God knows that he has to get you to want him. God never designed believers to be so controlled by him. That's what his problem was with Israel. Israel wanted the things of him, but he kept trying to meet them personally. And they kept saying, I don't want to meet you, God. I'm just going to keep following the words of God, Moses. I'm going to keep following the Bible, Moses. But how many in the Bible say the letter without the spirit is dead? Come on, somebody, y'all getting a Bible lesson this morning letter your scripture you read it's good but it needs the spirit to interpret it so the letter Moses was an interpretation of the letter God gave him letters it's the law but he said the letter without the what spirit is dead and it cuts and it hurts and it bruises which means even in yourself if you keep using the word against yourself Without the love of God, you're home and yourself. How many of you know you can use that sword against yourself? Now, I got a tablet. I ain't got a, a, a Bible Bible. I need to carry. I, I got one for, for you who, 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 who think I need. I got one, but I just come here with this one. But, but this, we, we do the letter and we start cutting ourselves. I'll never get it right. I'll never. I'm never, I'm never. You're cutting yourself. And God is saying, I need you to understand something. I know you won't even understand what you're cutting with until you come into what I really am. Because my desire and my design for you, watch this, is not for you to obey me out of obligation. My design for you was to obey me you saw and taste and see that I was good. You saw that I had the answer to life. You saw that I understood what I understood. You knew that I, I know and I'm so good. Tell somebody God is good. I'm so, I wanted to be so good to you that you don't even want to choose anything else. That's my desire. My desire never was for you to be religious, to promise you a future 
that you'll never meet because you don't know my ways. So God is trying to get us to a place where we understand how to desire him. Church, why you go to church? See, many people are wasting time in church. You know why? Because you don't even know why you're here. I'm not here to waste time. I'm here to know more of him. Why? Because when I know more of him, I know more of life. <laughs> when I know more of him, I know about me and I know about life. Tell somebody life. Tell somebody I'm here for a purpose. So God desire and design is for his people to desire him, to know him, to have a divine buy-in for him and for the word. Because he is his word. Somebody say that. He is his. In the beginning was the. And the word was. And the word. Come on, catch up. Bible says, we just read it. The word was God. So the, the God that we serve wants us to adhere to his word. If you want faith, watch this. God doesn't start with something. He starts with his word. He starts with what? So if you're praying for faith, what is God going to give you? His word. He's going to give you his what? Can I tell you something about the body of Christ? We don't have a, a God or faith. We, we don't have a God problem, as in we're waiting on God, as in we need to keep having uh, revivals. That's not our problem. My question with what are we reviving? You've been walking by the Spirit. There's nothing to revive if you're walking by the... Because if I'm called to walk by the... Why do I need a, a, a event to wake up in God? You see all of these things that we've learned that gives us excusatory, uh, 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 obligationary submission to God. When God is saying, I'm teaching you to desire and to love me. I want you to walk with me every single day. Now for you, uh, let, me, let me set the context. If somebody have a revival, that don't mean they're wrong. Uh, hallelujah. Tell somebody hallelujah. Don't, don't go religious on me. Just, 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 just understand it. Tell somebody, I got to understand it. God was trying to get us to understand that my desire, my desire for your life was supposed to build a hunger and a thirst for me consistently. Which means the seek in you shouldn't have stopped with you. The seek in you was supposed to start to discover me. Okay, let me say that again. It's interesting when you get saved, watch this. The spirit of God illuminates himself in you. Question. Do you try to believe upon the way you started or now the spirit starts to search things? So you have to realize that there's a spiritual element that you got to learn to awaken. So you let that spirit search himself. And the more the spirit sees himself in Christ, you're becoming more everything he's called you to be. I'll help you. I'll bring you into mastery a little bit. The Bible says, deep call it unto the. So you're telling me there's deepness that calls the deep. You're telling me God. Okay. When God gives me his word, and it's illuminated, saying that spirit is going to call for the deep. Can you say amen? 
All right, let me get to the happy message. God has to rebuild, and I want you to hear this prophetically, for us to go where God is calling us to go as a church, God has to build a hunger and a thirst again. He has to do what? We're substituting hunger, real hunger, for religious dynamics. And, 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 and God, see, you have to understand, whatever you hunger for, you seek after. Whatever you want, you what? I see how you run to them eggs in the kitchen every morning. You don't even say thank you, Jesus, before the coffee pot starts. I'm, I'm guilty sometimes. Glory to God. It, it, it's what kind of cream I got this morning. You, you, have to, you, you have to understand whatever, wherever my hunger is, my desire will be also. This is why God did not want his children to be at need. That's what uh, 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 David would say. The Lord is my, I shall not want. Why, why is he saying that? Because I, I, I need you to be careful with your needs. I need you to be cognizant with what you want. Because if you're not careful, you're going to glean to something that I didn't design for you to get to everything that you're desiring. So desire, a lot of times, is associated with what we feel we need to become what we, call, what we feel we're trying to be. It's associated with what we feel we need to get to where we feel we, we, we're trying to be. My question to you this morning is, what are you looking for? What are you looking for? What are you looking for? Remember, through a relationship, if we're in relationship, I don't want you to look for but me. And through me, you're going to see all things. Tell somebody I'm looking for him. I need to learn to seek after him. Whatever you put your face, that's what you're becoming. And if we keep putting our face in everything else, rather than who he is, we are misinterpreting. Who, what, what God is doing in our development. Are you ready to grow this year? How many really want to grow this year? You got to understand what growth looks like in the spirit. You're more than just common, carnal. You're, you're more than just humans. You're spiritual beings. Tell somebody you're spiritual beings. So you got to learn how to speak spirit. Some people speak Chinese. Some speak Hispanic. Or Mexican, whatever it is. Spanish, thank you. Sorry, I didn't know the terminology. Do you speak the spirit? The Bible says if you can't speak spirit, you ask of like a foreigner to us. So if I have a conversation of the spirit, will you interpret what I'm talking about? Or are you a foreigner? Foreigners are those who heart are not connected to the origin of him in relationship. Tell somebody I got to get my relationship right. So you have to understand, you got to position yourself to be hungry. Tell somebody I'm positioning myself to be hungry. 
You're not even trying to position yourself just to have faith. You need to learn how to position yourself to be hungry. <laughs> oh, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Come on, I want a buffet of God every day. God, I, I, mm -mm, mm -mm. I don't want just the rice. I don't want just the chicken. I want the, the, the pie. I want the, 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 the ice cream. Give me it all. You've got to position yourself to hunger for righteousness. Those who hunger and thirst after shall be, shall be filled. Why righteousness? Tell somebody, because that's when I see what he did for me. That's when I see what he died for me. That's why I see how he did it for me. See, when I see what he's done for me, watch this. Now I can say thank you because I didn't deserve it in the first place, but thank you. So prayer, even to pray, you can't even pray without getting to a point of thankfulness. Is this all right? Because I want to help your prayer life. I want to help your prayer life. I want to help your prayer life. Is it possible for the church to pray as we say we do and nobody know how to judge their spirit? Question, are you praying in the spirit? Or are you praying the way God told you not to pray? He said, do not pray like the religious people. God, what am I going to eat? What am I going to drink? What am I going to wear? He said, don't your God know what you need? Don't he know? Tell somebody that's a loving God to know. Don't he knows what you need? What am I going to eat? What am I going to drink? How am I going to What is that? God, you know I need God, 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 God. You know I need this. You know I need that. See, everything is about him fixing something. But God is saying, when are we going to have a conversation about fixing your perception about who I am to you? I want you to know me. Somebody said relationship. I want you to go real quick. I want you to go real quick to Psalms 23. Psalms 23. And we're going to read verse 4 through 6. What I want you to understand is God knows why you do what you do. He knows what? Before you go there, I am so sorry. Uh, don't, don't rebuke me. I want you to actually go to Luke 6, 45 through 46. Forgive me. Switch your scriptures. Luke 6, 45 through 46. Now watch this. A good man out of the good treasures of his what? Brings forth good. And an evil man out of the evil treasures of what? Brings forth. Watch this. For out of the abundance of the. Out of the abundance of the heart. The what? Mouth speak. Let's go to the next one. But why do you. Call me and not do the things which I say. Now the question becomes, why do I keep calling him Lord, but I don't even listen to him? Question, what is listening to God? Can y'all critically think with me this morning? 
I want to ask you, what is obedience to God? What does that look like? Because it's easy to say, yeah, I do what God says. Come to the church. Fuck And I try to do good deeds. Question, what is it means to be obedient to God? What did he mean by, you call me Lord, but don't do what I say? Because everything God's trying to do is to believe his word. He wants you to, he wants you to listen to what he says. What does obedience look like? Number one, obedience will never look like what you make it, which is on your outside. Write this down. Obedience starts within the inside. Obedience starts inside. The problem is we keep trying to discipline behavior. We keep trying to deal with people's behavior, not their belief system. And if you keep going after people's behavior, not their belief system, you're bewitching yourself. Boy, I wish I had at least one amen. Glory to God. We keep looking at how people do what they do on the outside, and we're not discerning that they're doing that on the outside because of what's going on on the inside. And based on what we just read is the reason why they're doing that on the inside is because words that needs to be there, that's not there. Tell somebody I need the word. The word of God is trying to get on your inside so you can fictuate your outside. So it's the word. It's the word. Somebody say it's the word. You have to understand God sent his word, dwelled among you. And he's trying to get you to answer to his word. That's what mercy came to do. That's what mercy came to. That's what mercy came to do. So let me finish this and close this door. Obedience starts with you realizing he said i put my laws in your inward parts so you're not going to know if you obeyed me just because of what you did outside you should have known if you did based on what i said on the inside i can say yes to you and be disobedient to god because tell somebody it's an inside thing it's an inside job there's an inside agent who's after change so you have to understand, God is so God and so good that he's inside agent, watch this, to help you. Tell somebody he came to help me. God knows, this, see, this message is not about you trying to go do something to fix yourself. This is to help you identify and realize that you have a help, helper, that you have an, an, an secret agent that's trying to get you to abide by what he said. How many of you know you can't get over what you're going through by yourself? How many know you can't get over lust and brokenness and busted and disgusting? You can't get that over. You can't do that by yourself. This generation, we, we are, we, we, we are, our cerebral mindsets are set on defaults. Many of us are addicted. It's the truth. You know what? We just don't tell the truth. We're addicted. We're an addicted generation. That little room get quiet again. I know, boy, Jesus. We are an addicted generation. If we pull the scales back, we'll see how much weed you smoke. We'll see how much liquor you take in. 
Why don't you have a pen in this bag? I'm not condemning you. It's okay. I, that's why we're here. We'll see how much sex we have. Look how the devil don't want to read me real. People's eyes getting big. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we messed up. But we come to church identified, ready to hear the word. And God is saying, at the same time, even if you got a good word today and you went home and still was stuck in bondage, what was that doing for you? So we love to come to give us something, Pastor. Come on, preach something that get me to feel something. But my question is, is it strong enough to when you get home, you can tell that devil no. You can say no to the bondage, no to the wickedness, no to the things of the words that got you stuck. You got to learn to love the word, but not just the word ending in itself, which means you love the word to read you. We are, we have a, and I know, and many preachers know too, but the reality of it is we're just one person. So we can't deal with everybody's stuff. We're one person. But I know it's addicted generation. We're addicted to stuff. We're addicted to social media. We are addicted to it. But I declare those addictions are going to break off of you in the name of Jesus. I say they're going to be broken off of you in the name of Jesus. The bondage have to be broken. The devil has their minds so they won't see the truth the Bible says who's blinding me the devil has blinded my mind so I won't see the reality of the truth so the question becomes when it comes to being a believer if you're a disciple or in here and you, you you feel called to ministry you have to realize you're not just talking to people you're dealing with principalities and powers that's dealing with their ear so if you don't have wisdom beyond their threshold in their soul you're going to misinterpret what you're doing so if you keep fighting a fight that won't never win why you that wasn't on them that was on you stop expecting people to change when you don't have the god particle of love with this word to deal with it the bible says grace and truth peace sign grace the lady at the well he thought she knew how to worship God because the church she went to. I'm paraphrasing. That's not what the Bible says. She said, well, we know how to worship God. My, my, my forefathers worshiped at this mountain. My forefathers worshiped at this church. We know how to worship God. Jesus said, sweetheart, the day is coming and now is where true worshipers are raising up. And in truth of worship, watch how you, this is true worship. They're going to learn to worship me in spirit and, watch this, in truth. If you're learning, say, I'm learning. You've got to understand grace and truth converges the anointing. So the power of God is trying to get you through life because God called you. To try to fight your own battles. How many know you're not strong enough? That wickedness and that, uh, that, 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 that the stuff that we deal with, you are not strong enough. To, you're not born to do it. 
But remember, I've been lied to, so I don't know how to get that to God. Remember, I've been blinded. I don't know how to give that to God. So, watch this. God has to find a way to make me choose him. God has to do what? He has to find a way to make me choose him. So what he's used is something called mercy. Somebody say mercy. Let me help you understand something about mercy. Number one, we've been learning mercy is the same as grace. Miss Grace. People always say you do something wrong, and I'm not judging that, but when you do something wrong, that doesn't mean you use grace. Grace would have let you not do it. Okay, mercy gives you an opportunity to come into grace. So uh, grace is not an excuse to do it. Okay. Grace is the empowerment of God not to do it. Say that with me. Grace is the empowerment not to do it. That's grace. Mercy is the opportunity to glean to grace. God has given us mercy because he knows what we've been through. Tell somebody he's merciful. Remember, mercy is still his word trying to come so we can believe upon him. So what does mercy look like coming to you? Tell somebody his word. Psalms 85.10. Psalms 85.10. Watch this. Mercy and truth are met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. Mercy and truth have met each other, and righteousness and peace have kissed each other. Tell somebody I need mercy. Come on, say, I need mercy. You know, the Bible says mercy triumphs over judgment. How many of you know, come on, my hand is up too. How many of you know you deserve judgment? How many of you feel like you deserve judgment? Been a bad boy, bad girl. How many? How many ever felt in your life? I, I'm glad I don't, I don't live before Jesus died. <laughs> See, God knew. What if God knew? Watch this. God knew He had to set a plan in place. Cause I knew you wasn't gonna get it. I knew you thought you knew how to get it, but you wasn't going to get it, so you still don't get it, and I got to get you to get it. I don't know how to say that again. But God knew that I have to set a plan in place called mercy so that you, and mercy is going to follow you. You know, we've learned that God left you when you messed up. That's what you learned. If God leaves you when you mess up, my question becomes, who's going to help you to get out your mess up? <laughs> how, how am I going to get out of it if you leave me? That is not how that works. The Bible says mercy will follow you all the days of your life. 
But what mercy does is say, there you go. And it walks behind you. You say, you ready? You ready? You ready? You ready? You ready? You ready to learn? You ready? I'm still here. You ready? You ready? You going to church? Hey, good. You ready? Hey, hey. You ready? You ready yet? You ready? You're, oh, you messed up. Oh, let me try to hug you. You ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? What is he saying are you ready for? You ready? You ready? Are you ready now? Watch this. The Bible says, come boldly to the throne room of, oh, I got some Bibles in here. That you may obtain. Okay, so you ready was saying, are you ready for me to empower you to get to where you're trying to go? Rather than you, you keep trying to trust yourself to do it your way, how about you try my way? And if you do it my way, you're going to hit the highway to your purpose, to your destiny, to what I called you to be and become. you got to understand that God is trying to be your strength. He's trying to be your strength. He's trying to be your strength. He's trying to... Oh, he's trying. He's tr he knows I got to give you more buy-in. I'm trying to perform. I'm trying to sell you. That's why we do mastery. It's called the handling of souls. It teaches you how to handle the sword. You don't just cut people. You handle them a certain way depending on their threshold. Are you telling me God even cares how he tells us to work? Yeah. Oh, so he cares. Oh, yeah, he does. Are y'all tracking with me? God is trying to have relational equity with you. But you're trying to give him a form. So faith starts at his word. You have to realize your bondage started at a word too. Tell somebody it's a word battle. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty for pulling down, casting down every and every high thing that exalts itself against the what? The word. So it's a word battle. Tell somebody it's a word battle. It's his word. But what was he after? He was after you. So he can show you his goodness. <laughs> it's like running after you with a present that you don't even know you, it's yours. <laughs> I wish I had my car. He said, I'm right behind you. I wish I had my house. I'm right behind you. I just need you to turn around. See, you, you, you don't realize he's trying to follow you because I need you to want it more than I want. I don't need it. But I died for you to have it. I got six minutes. I died for you to have it. Mercy is following you, trying to get your attention. And you know God is not mad from the point that you're going to get it right. But he's trying to get your attention. He's trying to get your attention. When you sense the spirit, that's him trying to get your, oh, y'all got to hear me. Oh, can I teach you something real quick? Every time, watch this. 
you feel like praying, that's God acceptance to you. Oh, oh, y'all hear what I'm saying? It takes God to want God. <laughs> I wish I had about two people to get this. It takes the God for you to want the God. So what you didn't know is you're desiring something bad, but wanting God was God. So to God, if you understood, you were supposed to say, thank you for making me want you. He knows who are his, because the ones who don't want him say, well, I don't, I don't need all of that. That's not been going on. But you who mess up, but don't want to mess up, you who say, I don't want to do this, he say, good, that's the me in you that don't want it. Tell somebody, thank you, thank you, God. Got to start thanking him, so you misperceived it. That was mercy, calling out. You're hungry, you need something. But I feel like I want to pray. That's God. Tell somebody that's God. You got to understand how God responds. The Bible says that the carnal mind is an enmity against God. The what? If you're saved and you're in mess up, a lot of times you're cycling because you don't know him in that area. The problem is God knows you don't know him in that area. You just don't know you don't know him in that area. So what he has to do is to teach you more of his goodness. That's why the Bible says, shall we continue in, are y'all staying with the word? See, I'm not, I'm not being theatric because I want you to start learning to hear and stop needing theatrics. You got to learn to have an ear. Listen to the word. This is what Paul said, shall I continue in what? Sin, that what? Grace may, uh, are you telling me that sin can make grace abound? Telling me sin makes grace abound? You know why? Because those who are in sin, he's saying, it's a greater chance for them to understand who I am. But if you've been free, certainly not. You shouldn't stay in sin. Because you're already living by the Spirit. If you got that, somebody say amen. So God is actually answering the question, are you listening? Let me give you one more thing. Tell somebody I'm hungering after him. I want you to go to 1 Corinthians 6, 20. We're going to read this first verse. going to bring this home. Tell somebody I got a measure. Come on, say I got a measure. Everybody in here has a measure of grace through faith. You have a what? Okay. When you got your measure, the measure you have in the measure is supposed to seek a greater measure. That's why we go grace from grace, grace to grace. Okay, the Bible says grace to grace. It also says faith to faith. Okay, but you need the faith to take the faith. 
Is this confusing? You, you have to understand, he, is, he knows that he has to do it in and through you. Are y'all tracking with me? Watch this. 1 Corinthians 6, 20. For you were bought with a, you were bought with a what? Price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are, okay, we're not going to take too long in here. I'm not going to even move on. You have been bought with the what? Okay, so, so come on, we're learning mercy. We're learning mercy. How can mercy follow you? Because you've already been bought. <laughs> I don't know. Thank you. That, that, that's good to me. Why can mercy follow you? Because the price of what you just did, not bigger than the price that he paid for. So mercy follows you to make sure that you keep realizing that the word, within the word, the price is being made manifest. So mercy comes through the revelation of righteousness. Mercy comes through the revelation of what? Because in the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to, I think I lost about half of the church, so I need to go back a little bit. Tell somebody righteousness. Revealed is level of faith. For you were bought with a what? I want you to understand something about prices. I want you to understand about prices. Because the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of darkness is trying to buy you. One bought you, but one is trying to buy you. One has bought you, one is trying to buy you. And it won't buy you too is looking to buy you cheap. One bought you, but one is trying to buy you. How many of you ever been in a line and you had a whole bucket of, gro a bucket, a whole basket of groceries and the person behind you say, hey, I'm gonna take care of that for you. I, I got you. I got you. Now, many of us would say in Jesus' name. Because <laughs> you found a need. You, you realize your need. You realize you had a what? But you, have you ever met somebody so prideful to say, oh, no, I got it. Who do you think I am? I can't pay my own stuff. See, you, 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 you didn't realize your need. So God has to bring his word for you to realize his, your need. He brought his word and dwelt amongst us. And we beheld his glory. How did we behold his glory? Because glory was standing in us. <laughs> And when I behold his glory, I've been charged with an assignment.
How can I behold it by grace and through receiving mercy for grace? This morning, everybody in here, God has an assignment for you. And the assignment starts with you learn who he is so you can accept his mercy. So you can accept his, because mercy is knocking on your door every day you breathe. It's trying to give you a chance, watch this, to be empowered to do what you're called to do. It's trying to give you a chance. You can't do it in your own strength, saints. I'm so sick and tired. See, I, you know what? We just need to do a, a worldwide body message on you can't do it by yourself. You cannot do it by your, stop trusting in your flesh. Everybody in here is crazy. You're out of your mind. You're nasty, busted, and disgusted. What made you not do that is you're learning how to stay with the spirit. Y'all stop lying to me. It taught you to stay in the spirit. So you watch this. Thy word have I hidden in my heart that I won't sin against you. It's only the word that holds me together. We walk around like we hold ourselves together. You're a liar. The problem is you don't know you're a liar. But I didn't know I was a liar either. I let you lie to me, and we're going to walk, and we're going to grow. But you lying. Yes, you are. Come on. We're going to walk still. I ain't going to tell you you're lying. I'm gonna let, watch this. I'm going to let Jesus reveal to you you Tell somebody, stop making people a liar, and let God reveal it to them. Stop telling them they're lying every time. And how about you allow them to see Jesus, and through seeing him, they're going to know they're lying. Stop wasting time being arguing. Well, you're not true. No, you're not. Because if you were, watch this, you can stop lying to you. You see how we lie to ourselves? Are y'all tracking with me? We lie to ourselves. Because we feel we're deserving. We're deserving. We're justified to say what we're about to say. We're justified to do what we're about to do. And God is saying, the same mercy I have for them, I have for you. And if, watch this, you let mercy deal with you. Oh, y'all got to hear me. Grace will start to empower you so they can see mercy for them. The problem is you're letting your words deal with them. And all it's doing is kickbacking you. Jesus said, the spirit will reveal truth, which means people are not, guess what? If you want them to obey you, if you want them to forgive you in carnality, it's false anyway. Tell me you're sorry. I'm sorry. You don't even mean it. How will they mean it if they haven't seen him? Can I ask you a question? How will they mean it if they don't know truth? So it's a waste of time to try to get a corner response out of somebody. How about I embrace the grace and then show him his face? <laughs> if I embrace the grace, I make and show them his face. 
And when his face is illuminated, everybody coming to convince you. God, forgive me. I messed up. I, I, I said that wrong. For, forgive. See, this is what that look. God, uh, forgive me. E watch this. Even if, even if I wasn't all wrong, I'm forgive me. Forgive. Because the fruits of righteousness will start to overtake you. You, you start walking like Christ walks. But the problem is, when you have adolescent chains of bondage, adolescent arrested development, you're still looking for justice. You're still looking for justice. So you haven't trust God to unlock your chains because you're still waiting around the corner and I'm going to get justice. But mercy keep coming to meet you like a lawyer. Come on, you're looking through the window like a lawyer. Uh, mercy talking to you. Are you going to let me let you out? I, I want to let you out. I, I want to let, but you don't know what happened. I want to let you, but you don't know what they said. I want to let you but you don't know what they did. I want to let you, uh, mercy looking like a lawyer sitting down. I'm trying to give you the word so you can get out of jail. Free. Tell somebody I'll take my get out of jail free card. Mercy is crying out for you to take it. And when you can Obtain mercy. Watch this. The Bible says you'll find grace. Thanks. Every need in here, what you're looking for is the power of God. What you're looking for is the what? I'm done. You can play something. What you're looking for is the what? Your strength is faulty. The first sign of somebody's growing in God is the level of dependence on God. And I'm not talking about religion. How to articulate and rightly divide the word through the love of God. Generation. Uh, We need to go through sobriety classes. We got a detox from our addictions. We need a divine detox from our And God knows why you are doing what you're doing. How many of you know God knows why you do what you do? And I need you to understand this morning, if, you're not got, if you haven't got anything else, listen, listen, listen. Do not think, I don't care who taught you whatever, it's a stumbling block to think that you're going to fix yourself. It's also a stumbling block, you ready? That you're going to change yourself. You can't even pray without receiving. You hear me tonight, this morning? Watch this. You can pray about what I'm saying because you're on a level now to understand. How can they hear without a? Which means when you're not getting something over, living on your own doctrine and submit to something, who can take you to the next level.
why you submit. But if you can't be honest who you're submitted to and you can't ask questions, get away from them. If they get offended and all that stuff, get away from them. They're not, they're not for you. Don't question. What do you the Bible says, seek and you will find. Knock and the door shall be open. Every question I need to question God. I need to question who he is, what he is, what he look like, how he works. Everything about Christ is questioning God. don't have the questioning I have for God. I need, I, you're not for me, and that's okay. But I got a lot of questions. Tell somebody I got a lot of questions. Yeah, I got a lot of questions. And some questions is going to come through as you submit yourself to him. But some things are going to be kick-started by messages like this for you to look receive mercy so you can come into the empowerment of God, the mind of God, and understand what he's saying. When you're dealing with life, you've got to be able to stand and know he's God by his grace. It's his personality that's able to overcome, not mine. How many know this world is busy? How many feel like this? Listen, this year, things is busy. You've got to learn to shut yourself out. Tell somebody, i got to learn to shut myself out. Find your good room and close that door. Find your room and close it. Put your heater in there too cold. Leave your phone out if you need to. And you tell yourself, this is you have a conversation. Tell somebody, self. Come on, you have a conversation with yourself. You have a conversation with yourself. And you get in that room, you have a conversation. Say, self, I am not leaving here until I change. Watch this, watch it. Let me tell you what changes. I'm not leaving here until God eliminates himself to me. God wants a relationship. So every day, I hunger and thirst after righteousness. So I don't start gleaning to identity from people. You know, I don't need much affirmation from people. I already got it from him before I started. You know, I don't need a lot of approval from people. Because I already got it from him before I started. The reason why you need somebody to say something right is because you didn't start right. And God is calling you today to learn to start right. Tell somebody to start right. You are offended because you're not starting. You are depressed because you're not starting. You've got to learn to give it up and give it to God. And you know you gave it to God. Watch this. When you come with substance. When you come with a personality. When you have a mindset that's not you. Why I feel like forgiving and I don't like to forgive? That's God. To your feet if you can. This morning, there's an acceptance for you to receive grace. The call is for you to accept and receive. To obtain mercy and to receive grace. Not to receive grace. By common Christianity. I'm going to say that again. 
Don't be fooled by common Christianity. Can y'all tell you something? Not even myself. When you go and finish the call, God is going to ask me what your peace is. He's only going to ask me But he's not going to ask you what your pastor said. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? He's going to ask you We can say, God, I've been with you the whole time. I've been with you the whole time. something told you that I don't care because you I, I need you to think like me I didn't tell you that so we go to God trying to talk good and God I know you don't care why are you telling God what you need to, he needs to hear but you didn't know he said cast your care I, I didn't say mine I need yours I need what happened to you I need to get that out of your soul so you can like my spirit I need to get that out of you. So every day I go through a divine cleansing. Tell somebody every day, divine cleansing. Prayer is not God. Search my heart. Find anything that's not like you. Did you give me an impression of something? That my heart to bring me closer. How many God gives you an impression too? I can see something and open something up in my heart. And I love that. You know why? Because I ain't got to fight the plan. <laughs> he opened something for me to come. I just heard that you want to get closer to your father. So you can know who you are in him. You got to learn that he died and he paid the price. is a payment. Every cycle is a payment. And every time you pay that price, it takes something out of you. Every time you pay that price. You know what I'm telling you all this? Because you got to stop making prayer religious. You made prayer religious, and the problem is you haven't been taught. Prayer is not a religious activity. Prayer is not even about heaven. The way you make it. Prayer is about keeping you empowered so you can walk in the spirit and not fulfill the lust of it. I don't pray every day because I need to. No, no, no. I pray so I can make sure I have his mind. I pray so I can see what the devil's trying to do along the way. I pray so I can see and be empowered with his personality. If you want to go far in business, stop separating your life. God, he owns it all. He knows it all. But after I give myself, you know what God does? Give me his mind. Or in the business world, you have to have people. Take me in the college world. Listen to the job. They're about to promote me. You know why? I got the mind of Christ. 
why are you still trying to be like the person who don't have the gun? God, this morning, I want you to come to the throne. Desires to let you taste and see that grace and He is good. There are some addictions and some cycles that me have told God, I think I'm just going to die with this thing. But God said, I never want you to give up. But don't, don't you give up on yourself if I haven't given up. Mercy is following you. I keep striving. I, I, I don't want to do this, but I keep doing it. Paul said, if I do what I don't want to do, I find a law in me. What did I find? A law. Warned against the law of my mind, which means, there it goes again. God is saying, I love you and I hear you. But don't you give up on yourself because of your struggle. Oh, I'm talking to you. Don't you give up on yourself because of your struggle. Out of my soul, God is not faulting you like that. He don't put a belt to your butt until you know him. Why would I whip somebody who don't understand? Well, it wasn't that. It was evil doing what it's supposed to do. It's a difference between evil doing what it's supposed to do versus God disciplining you. God disciplines. This morning, God is calling you to come out of it. The bondage could be an addiction. The bondage can be a struggle. The bondage can be a cycle. The bondage can be a mindset. God is calling you to reach mercy and find grace. It is your time. Ah. Uh, uh, listen, you're saying there's a stench to your life. And only the spiritual know. You don't have to go like that. You have a father that loves you, that cares for you. Deeply rooted in all of us, we desire more than what we have. How I many you know God will give you an imagination of walking in your park with it? with him. He said, why would he want to walk in the park with you? He missed it when you were a child. You'll see yourself as a, at a basketball game. You say, why are you showing me a basketball game? Because you missed having somebody in the stand. See, we don't think about this. He said, every imagination. Do you not think and God is trying to walk you through the confines of your real pain and what you care. Well, you don't feel like you're being selfish. Who told you that? I know who told you that. You keep watching too much TV. I give God all my cares. If I care about it, guess what? I don't care. If I care about it, I give it to him. So every day, tell somebody, search your cares. Come on, search your cares every day. God, what am I caring about? What is my, what do I care about? What is hurting me? What is harming me? And search my care. And then I get all my care. I put it in the boat. I reach for the deep. 
mistaken. Okay. Okay. If you're really given a care, watch this. An emotion is usually attached to it. It's not with the emotion. Are you hear what I'm saying? Screaming out of you, what's pushing out of you is the thing that they want to let you go. How many ever felt like screaming? But when I found it out in me, you got to go out of me. Oh, why me again? Close your eyes. I want to pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, be lifted up. Be lifted higher in our hearts and minds. Father, we repent right now. And I want you to have a heart of repentance. God, I repent right now. You said if, if my people call by my name, will humble themselves. So God, we pray a humility spirit in this place. If they'll humble themselves. God, you entertainment He said if we humble ourselves. If we humble ourselves. And we speak your face. And turn from our wicked ways. You're going to heal our land. I thank you for this morning. The comfort the people that you never left them. Showed them that you never forsake them. They didn't know, God, that whatever did that to them didn't even know you. They didn't know you as they ought to know you. But today, God, I pray a heart of forgiveness. I pray a heart of forgiveness. The Bible says, be merciful. For as much as you give mercy, I'll give you mercy. To God is saying, I need you to yield that mercy. I need you to yield it. Why? Because you have to realize if if you would have known, it would have been better. But what you feel, I need to fulfill. What you're looking for, what you're really looking for. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that your heart and mind, I pray that your fathering spirit father them right now. Come on, lift your hands. I pray father their hearts right now. You're waking up in the morning, not seeing the right person open the door. You're working up in the morning, fighting. Them hearing the world that was degrading to them. Father, I pray that with their life right now. In the name of Jesus, everything that's been distorted, everything that's been distorted, everything that's been distorted, that's you on the way. Have you submission? Have you have you of order? We break it off of them right now in the name of Jesus. God, in the name of Jesus, I pray that they know you, that they know that you want them, that they know that you love them, that they know that you desire them, that they know that you haven't given up on them. Father, I pray that they yield themselves to you as a father that they never. You said in your word, when their father and my mother forsake me, you take care of us. Father, I thank you right now for yielding yourself to us. We gave up what we didn't understand. We gave up what we didn't understand. God, your word is powerful enough to pierce our hearts. Bring us to the Lord. So we 
Come on right now, I pray comfort over your people. I pray they receive grace and they be empowered to walk in your power. All you was trying to do is teach us to have a family. Let them know that they have a family. You want them to know that they have a family. Father, forgive us what we made it. There are walls that's built this morning that God is saying, I'm tearing it down. I'm not tearing it down because I hate you. I'm tearing it down because I love you. There's walls that was built, and he understands why you built them. He understands why you built them. That's why mercy is following you. He knows why you built them. That's why mercy follows you. But he said, I got to tear them down. That offense got to go. That offense got to go. That pain of the past got to go. I need you to cast your care on me. Not that I don't know him. I want you to know that I know that I want to help you. You're my hiding place, God. You're my safe refuge, God. You are my treasure, Lord. You are my hiding place, God. You're my safe refuge, God. Come on, friend. Some of God is doing something in your heart right now. Healing you from the pain of that past. What your father said, what your mother said, it got to go. Those words got to go. Those burning words that has beat you. We break it right now off of your mind. That is not who you are. God, we want to see you. He said, I'm showing you through my word. I'm telling you through my word. Choose life. Choose my word. Choose what I say about you. Choose what I say about you. Choose what I say about you. You are a young adult and children one day. Don't you transfer bitterness onto your children. I pray you break that bridge right now. You're going to have a healthy flow of understanding. You're going to be able to shepherd the hearts. Even if you're old, it's not too late. Dismantling things in your life. You're going to learn to speak to your children and speak truthfully that they can hear the grace, see the grace. So, Father, we thank you. We give it to you this morning. We give it to you. Thank you for piercing our hearts. Every day, God, I want to hunger and after. If you all things are possible. Many of you, the problem is not with the Come in intimacy with me first. And know that everything is going to be all right. You're going to flow as you talk to God. You're going to be who you're talking to. I need you to see this morning. I'm hard, but I need you to see this morning. I know it's challenging, but I need you to see this morning. For his yoke is easy and his burden is light. 
one time I look at my children, I said, God, Lee, I don't never know if I know how to do this. I know how. How do I do this, God? I know how. God, I've never seen this done. I know how. The Spirit of God wants to teach you and lead you, guide you. I know how. I'm supposed to be a man that I haven't seen because I know how. I know how. Father, today, because of righteousness, you told us to present our body as a living sacrifice. And we can pay for you that you can give. We don't mind that. But we should have been. We don't mind some of the way, but we should have benefit of life. Repeat after me, Father God. Today, I come humble. I come thirsty after you. Today, I realize your mercy has been after me. I accept your word in righteousness. I am the righteousness that you died for. You paid the price for. So today, I'm going to stand and believe and walk in faith. It's my time to let go and walk with you. Thank you for not leaving me. Not leaving me. Come on, not leaving me. Nor forsaking me. You're not a man that you will lie. So thank you for having words to speak life over me. In Jesus' name. Come on, give God a hand clap.